Hey yo, welcome back to The Card Is Going To Change. My name is Ronald Two Legs. I am here with the owner of Absolute Intense Wrestling, Mr. John Thorne. What's happening, Thorne? Greetings, greetings, hello. Starting to get uh, starting to get a little regular with this thing here. We're back again another week. Uh, hoping to string a couple along here. <laughs> yeah. What, uh, uh, well, you didn't, you didn't get your car stolen again. And what happened in the world of you? Every, everyone I know wants to know what's going on with the car. So let's just start there. Uh, well, I will say, you know, uh, it's kind of an interesting segue because I do feel, you know, it is uh, what we would call in the insider lingo here in uh, the AW Podcast Studios a hard sell uh, <laughs> episode. Uh, because we do have the hard sell this Saturday because uh, things are uh, way behind schedule as far as tickets and things like that. I mean, as of this recording, we still haven't even sold out of front row tickets. Um, and I really think, you know, like I, I don't want to keep harping on it, but like I'm so behind because I've been dealing with all of this stolen car stuff and like things just, you know, really got away from me as far as you know, getting matches announced sooner and things, you you know what I mean? Like things together sure. and like, uh, it's just, it's been a, a nightmare, honestly. I mean, um, I just, I honestly, right before we were, uh, recording this, I just got on the phone with my dad cause my dad was calling to like, you know, find out what was going on. And, uh, I essentially told him like nothing, like I am on day, uh, 20, Wow. As of this recording, without my car, uh, I received a ticket in the mail on Saturday uh, that the the person that stole my car received a ticket. Wow. Uh, for $180. Uh, <laughs> you would think that, like, that would trigger something in the system, uh, you know, because they have to look up my license plate and get my address and send me this ticket in the mail. Right. You think it would say, hold on, wait a second. You know, <laughs> this car is stolen. That's doing 75 miles per hour at 2 PM in the afternoon. What's crazy is so it gets, I'm guessing it was like a red light ticket or what, you know, like a, t- a camera. No, ticket. it was a, it was a camera ticket. Yeah. yeah. A camera ticket. So the camera ticket hits it and it goes through. I mean, your car at that point had to have been flagged as stolen. You had to have called and said, okay, my car is stolen. Yeah, so it, was, it hits it was, that ticket and doesn't so ring time, up anywhere? Like, that's a stolen car that just flew the past ticket, the camera? The ticket is the ticket is time-stamped. That's so insane. it was day five, day five of my car being stolen. <laughs> it's insane. Where was it at? Where did, the, where did, where did, where did it go? I'm not... 77 uh, near Newburgh Heights. It's a Newburgh Heights ticket. Wow. Uh, so, I mean, I call, you know, and I'm like, hey, my car was stolen. Like, nah, that like, you can't just say that. Yeah. I have to, uh, I, I have to, I actually had to leave work early today. Uh, I had to go to the police station in which I reported my car stolen because mm-hmm. uh, this ticket is from a suburb or whatever. Yeah. You can't just call. I have to go there. I had to request my police report in which it stated my car was stolen. Now I have to fill out a affidavit and get it notarized oh my in which God. I am telling the, the, the truth to a notary republic that my car was stolen. And then, it, and I mean, this is like the best part. 
And then I have to get all of these documents and I have to fax them to the Garfield Heights court. Wow. Uh, and to state that my car was in fact stolen on the date of this ticket. Like it is like <laughs> you have to jump through hoops. Like I'm pretty sure you have to pay a notary something like uh, it's just it's it's insane. And like on top of that, like before that, I don't even know if my insurance has even looked at my car yet because I got a call last week. And they were like, um, hey, this is uh, Ricardo from State Farm. This is my guy, Ricardo, that calls me all the time. Uh-huh. He's like, uh, we can't get your car out because it says you have tickets. And I was like, <laughs> what? Like, what kind of? They're like, I don't know. You have to call. They won't tell us because the tickets are in your name. So I call and I'm like, hey, like, what? Like, I'm unaware of any tickets. And they're yeah. like, oh, yeah, you got this uh, parking ticket from 2012 Oof. on this street, street I never fucking heard of. Uh, <laughs> you got this camera ticket from 2013 uh, in an area that I probably would have never been in in my entire life. <coughs> they're like, uh, yeah, it's going to be $422. Oh, my God. And I'm oh. like... So, like, I'm thinking, like, I'm racking my brain. And, like, for the longest time, you know, like, in those days, I would drive to my grandmother's house. Mm-hmm. And I would park my car there. And, like, we worked in the same building. So, like, she could park inside the building. And so I didn't have to pay to park. I would carpool with her. Sure. And then my uncle, who was a very unsavory character, <laughs> uh, my grandma would say, oh, you know, Uncle Vinny's got to borrow your car. Uh-oh. Uh and uh, you know, I, I would putting two and two together. I assume that uh, this is where these tickets are stemming from. Oh no, Uncle uh, Vince! <laughs> he died. He, he died a couple of years ago, so I can't even ask him. But it really would add up with uh, the history that I have with my uncle Vinny of uh, him fucking me out of money. Uh, oh, you man. know, and now he is fucking me out of money from beyond the grave, which is he's probably loving. Uh, but uh in which which my i told my dad this story uh like 10 minutes ago and he said oh yeah that sounds about right this 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 sounds uh totally you know this uncle vinny esque (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean oh brother that's a that's a whole patreon series if you want to get into me and uncle vinny uh stories but uh yeah i do of course this sounds incredible this guy sounds incredible we need plenty of patreon content let's bookmark that for sure (laughs) so you know i'm like i'm calling to try to get this shit waived and like i'm talking to lawyers and like i'm like you know i'm looking it up and like they don't even like enforce these fucking camera tickets you know for these old camera tickets yeah so I'm like, hey, you know, I've been pulled over. They've never brought this up. I've gotten my license renewed multiple times since 2012. And I was like, so, like, I don't understand what's going on. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Uh, it really, it, it only gets enforced if your car gets impounded. So I'm like, if my car never got stolen, I would never have to pay these. And there would be absolutely no recourse, right? Like, I would be doing nothing wrong. Like, yeah, well, technically, no, you know, like... Uh, you would have never had to pay this if your car wasn't stolen. So I was like, yeah. I am a victim of a crime, and you're holding my car hostage for $422. And a car that I don't even know if it, like, 
it will even like if it's going to get totaled out, you know what I mean? Like, oh man, it's like frustrated. I was like calling people and I was like trying to get in front of a judge, you know what I mean? And like, yeah. they're like, yeah, judges don't handle this shit. You know, like they're like, I'm like, who does? And they're like a hearing officer, which is essentially just the cop, you know, like yeah. you go and say, Hey, uh, I didn't, uh, I didn't park there. And they say, hey, <laughs> Uncle Vinny, you gotta, you gotta hear this story. <laughs> right. I'm like, and they got a picture. It's like my old car. And I'm like, I never heard of this street in my life. It's a like Quebec Avenue. Like, I'm like, where the fuck is even this? Like, I've never heard of this street ever in my life. I would love to know what, what is on that street. Drug crazy. dealers, I would, if I were to guess, that would be my guess. Uh, so, yeah, it, and like now, like I want to fight it, but they're also racking me up at the impound, you know. So I'm like, I'm Every getting fucked, day. like from both ways. So like, you know, I I I fight my fight for you know a, a day on the phone, and then I'm just like, you know, I got to wave the white flag, and I have to pay it. Man, that's rough. Uh, and that's the last I've heard from my insurance company, though. Like, I've been calling, and they're not answering. And, like, I've been leaving messages for Ricardo. And, like, I don't know if they've even gone to look at my car or do any of that shit yet. Imagine if you don't have Grandma's Lexus and you're just... Oh, I'd be getting What fucked. could you... What could be... What... I couldn't even imagine what you'd be paying... You know, in in rental fees, and that's racking up, and all this, like you said, you got to take off work. No, no one has time to just be calling these places and sitting on hold too. Right. So you're oh, I've had to take, I've had to take like all this time off of work because I can't of this, imagine. like, uh, and it's just like phone call and like getting transferred around and like all this fucking bullshit. And like, I've been reading all these articles, and it's just like, yeah, you know, like. People that really can't get by, like, can't get by without having their car. And they're like, you know, my life has been destroyed by this car theft. <clears throat> like, I can't afford a rental car. I can't get to work. Like, I can't borrow anybody's car. I don't have money to buy a car. You know, like, uh, I'm not, like, that bad. Off, you know what I mean? Like, I do have a, like, I do have my grandma's car that I could borrow. Yeah, and, uh, right. You are in a lucky, yeah. you're in a situation that right, most like, people that are is in. Like, Right. So, like, you know, I'm, like, trying to, like, do my due diligence on this thing, and I've been trying to talk to people. And mm -hmm. uh, so, like, just in my section of Cleveland, what is called the second district, mm -hmm. like, that's the, you know, for people from out of town, um, you know, that's split up into five districts, the city of Cleveland. So, like, I live in what's called the second district. They said just in the month of December, 400 Kias were stolen in the second district. Uh so, you know, who knows what the what the tally is going to be for January. But, it's it's you know. not the hugest area, too. I'm not going to, like, dox you and say it's it, second district goes from this street to this street, but it's not the biggest of the Cleveland districts by any means either. Right. And to think that it's – and not the worst area either. So I can't even imagine the numbers in some of these other areas for sure. Like, fifth district is probably bad. <laughs> right. And, well, and, like, you know, uh, so I had to go get – my police report and you know it said like my car was found abandoned uh at the housing projects next to another stolen car you know because mm -hmm. i have to you know i had to get all this shit so i was like all right like where the fuck actually was my car so like you know now i have like exactly where my car was ditched and all that stuff and it's just like you know that's like the the fourth district or the fifth district and it's like they're getting 
you know, just like bogged down by just like recovering all these stolen cars. You know, it's just, it's crazy. It makes you but. think, like, it would only make me think that wherever that car is parked is within a decent, a, a short walk's distance from wherever the person who stole it was staying, too. That's I, right. I mean, can't be far from where they stay. Right. In the middle of wintertime, you're, like, not ditching the car and then, like, walking a far distance. You right. Know? Like, so, you know, it's like, I don't know if there's suspects. I don't know what's going on, but it's been, like, such a fucking. Uh, nightmare and like you know not to mention like the other shit like you know i've invested in fucking cameras now for my house you know like that's money sure. like you know all that shit because like i didn't I, I where i live like i never thought it would ever happen you know what i mean like i was just like it's all well lit up like all the houses are close together like you know like everyone you know everyone's got the porch lights on and all that shit you know what i mean like sure it's it's like a it's not like a dark like badly lit street so like now i'm like fuck you know like i gotta get these cameras and i gotta do all this fucking shit and like subscribe to these fucking cloud storage services you know what i mean it's just like so stupid and like uh, i don't know like i'm sure nobody really gives a fuck about it but like the funny thing is no people were people wanted to know they they needed they needed closure in this story and the craziest thing is it doesn't sound like we have it yet it doesn't say it sounds to me like you are far out you know far away from that and it sounds completely frustrating and i could i could totally understand how that ways you know because you have a shoot job as well you have a regular job and you know running aiw is not your main job and it is a right. lot of work so to put that on top of your regular job then you add in this car theft stuff it, it's a whole lot and i mean like you know like my grandma's been really good to me you know what i mean but like now she doesn't have a car right so like right i have to take her to like her things you know like I can't, you you know, like I got to take her to the, you know, I got to take her to the grocery store. I got to take her, you know, she had like a, she, like she got in a car accident like three years ago and like she had to go do a deposition the other day. Like I had to take off work to take her to do that. You know, like it's just, it's just been uh, just such like dumb, unneeded stress, you know, and uh, it doesn't seem like it's going to be over anytime soon. So, yeah, I mean, like I said, this is the 20th day and uh, I still like the only thing that's happened is it's cost me a lot more money. And like I have no answer on my actual automobile right now. Man, that is so the ticket thing is so crazy. But, uh, well, I suppose enough enough about the the car situation. I don't want to get you too fired up there. Um, What uh, what do we got here? Quick shout outs. Uh, You know, it's uh, observational banter's birthday today. Caleb. Oh, 21, Caleb. right? Yeah, 21, young Caleb's birthday today. Shout out to we're ta- I heard we're taking him out drinking to the, at the first stop coming up soon. That's, uh, yeah, I'll be there for that. I would love would love to see uh, Caleb in his drunk at the first stop phase, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, it's a rite of passage as a young man to go to the first, to go to the first stop in Parma. <laughs> yeah, we need to we need to run another show there. I really like that place. I don't know. I had a good time there. Oh, they want they want it back. I'll tell you that they want it bad. That was uh, that was my first ever AIW gig. I think. Speaking of speaking of uh, summer shows, uh, I don't know how much I've alluded to uh, on this podcast about there's a, uh, been a very rocky relationship between AIW and North Canton yeah. <laughs> over the last few months uh, mm-hmm. because the mayor. 
was legit offended about the Duke cutting a promo that he was going to run for mayor, like <laughs> thinks it was serious. Uh, so the mayor said no more. But I was contacted actually today uh, by the city of North Canton and said, you know, hey, here's the date. We would love to have you again uh, All right. in 2023. So I don't know if the mayor is going to throw a fight, but, you know, I said, well, you know, we are available on that day, so we would love to do it. So fingers crossed negotiations uh, are back open with uh, the North Canton street festival. How great would it be if that, if that mayor just like takes it so serious that like he just shows up day of like ready to rock and like talk just mad crap to the Duke and just kind of like give it back to like, he's been preparing all year for this. You know what I mean? Like his date's coming and he's, I guess he's very upset. <laughs> oh, that's, I'm sure Duke loves that. He loves something like that that he could seek his teeth into and kind of give some real give some real heat back and forth. <laughs> he definitely enjoys that. He loves it, but I was like, come on, brother. We're, you know, we're trying to get a we're trying to get a little payday. You know? <laughs> like we're trying we're trying to get the students some work, you know, it's a fun day. Like That was, yeah, you know, that was a great let's day. Back off, let's back off the mayor a little bit. <laughs> All right. Well, it, like you said, it is a hard sell podcast, so you want to get into this card a little bit. Anything that uh, you're really excited for? Anything you want to bring to the forefront? That in case anyone didn't, I, I know mean, it. I'm excited. I'm excited for the whole card. You know, it did take, like I said, you know, the car thing really took a while to iron things out and put everything together. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I, I, we did kind of, we did set up uh, the main event when we were there on December 30th between uh, Josh Bishop and Tom Waller. Yeah. I think they got like uh, they're gonna get real crazy, you know. If if I had to guess, uh, that is gonna be what I hope to be uh, above and beyond the best match on the card, and uh, it's a stacked stacked lineup to be honest with you. Um, but. I'm really, really looking forward to those two locking up. Yeah, uh, Josh Goldstein had mentioned something previous to like last week. He 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 started talking. He said, "Man, this card is is really stacked for this for this uh, show on February second. And and like you said, any one of these matches is really could be a match of the night. But Filthy versus Bishop is going to be a war. You're talking about a guy and Josh Bishop who just goes out there and just kills everybody and everything in his way and just has been having insane match after match main event after main event and a guy like filthy who has had he's he's had some great matches in aiw he's a guy who you want to see or who you, you think is at any time is in the championship you know contender can in scene or whatever because filthy is a guy who can who can go with anybody and to see these two full-blown psychopaths go at it in the main event I'm I'm very excited. I know Tom is definitely chomping at the bit to really get back and kind of be in the main event scene again here in AIW, and I'm I'm excited. I mean, the man was in Japan for a while, wrestled in Japan. I mean, I'm excited for Tom again. Well, I have to correct you. The show is on February fourth, not fourth. Sorry, 2nd. did I say the second? That's my brother's birthday. That's why I don't know. Also, why Groundhog Day. Great day. <laughs> great film. Great film. But yeah, you sorry. Ever go the to fourth. Punxsutawney. You ever What's go to Punxsutawney? Yes, of course. It's uh, that's Hell where yeah. Brits from. Yeah, but I, did you ever go on Groundhog Day? I've never went. I, I've went kind of in spirit just based on those Viva La Bam episodes and them going there. I feel like I've done that's it before what, just based on that. What, I mean, it probably, I mean, I don't even know. Probably 15 years ago at this point, I was uh, I was asleep and I had uh, I was living with uh, Nick Sanka's brother, Chris Sanka at the time. Okay. I got a knock on my window 
and uh, there were some of my buddies that were standing outside, you know, <laughs> two o'clock in the morning, uh, all tuned up from the bar, and they said, "Get up, we're going to Groundhog Day." And I said, I, "What?" They said, "Come on," and they like kidnapped me. And uh, I don't think anybody realized how fucking far Punxsutawney was. It's not but close, yeah. We drove through the night, and uh, we we didn't get there on time. We, like, got there in the morning, but, uh-huh. like, we missed Punxsutawney Phil. Okay. Uh, so we just ended up walking around the streets of Punxsutawney with this uh, Vietnam veteran named Art, who okay. uh, wanted to be our, uh, wanted to be our uh, tour guide of uh, the streets of Punxsutawney for the day. And uh, yeah, you yeah. know, we hit some of the hit some of the local bars, and uh, <laughs> I bought a T-shirt, and th- that was uh, that was my trip to uh, Groundhog Day for Punxsutawney, Punxsutawney Phil. I just I love the idea of an era of time where they didn't they didn't text you or call your cell phone. They tapped on your window at two in the morning and said, "Hey." Get up, we're le- you know what well, I mean? Like did. that's a specific era of time where right in between text, cell phones. They, they, no, there were still cell phones, but they probably yeah. didn't text or call. But like, you know, I was asleep. It was the middle of the night. You know and, what I mean? I just think it was a different era of cell phones too, where everybody's phone wasn't like automatically strapped to their hand, like immediately. Like they, no, that's they true, maybe maybe texted. Like, there was you, no, you know? there was no like internet or GPS or any right. shit on your cell phones. Yeah, yeah. So it was like you know they maybe texted you, but you didn't notice, or yeah, you were sleeping, whatever. But yeah, just that's a very specific era of time for your buddies to show up after the bar and knock on the window. Like to me, that's just very funny. So um, yeah. So uh, but yeah. So uh, February second is Groundhog Day, but uh, February fourth is. Uh, Join the swarm at the Join table the shrine. That's that's my fault. Uh, we got that. a lot of tickets. We got a lot of tickets left. So uh, I hope uh, people are waiting for the week of, uh, and uh, you know we can really pack that place like we we usually do at the shrine. Um, you know we're, we're going about it with, uh, you know not a not a huge like eighties nineties legend like we usually uh, do at the shrine, but we do have Paul London making his return to AIW, who is. Uh, a real treat of a person if you've never uh, been around Paul London before. Pat, I'm sure you were going to yeah, I have absolutely not. love him. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, he's just the nicest guy in the world. Uh, I can't wait. <laughs> and just, like, unreal in the ring. Uh, so I'm really excited about that four-way, too, for the intense title. Uh, right. Derek versus Janela versus Paul London <clears throat> versus Wes. Um I think that there's a lot of, I mean, this whole card just has a lot of potential. I, I really do feel that way. Um, I mean, that's another match that, you know, could go out there and just have an absolute banger of a, the show stealer of a match. That four way right there, those four guys you just named could go out there and t- obviously that's not the main event. You know, Josh and Filthy is the main event, but that's a match that could go out there and say, fucking beat that. You know what I mean? Like, that's, <laughs> that's, that's a match that could be an right. all around classic very quickly. <laughs> Yeah, and I think it's just a a great mix of of guys. You know, I, I'm really I, I'm really looking forward to it. Um, I know that uh, you know the home the homegrown guys are really excited to get out there and test themselves against uh, Janela and Paul London as well. So um, you know, I, I I think that there's a lot uh, a, a lot of just I don't know. There's just a lot of great stuff on this on this card, and you know that's. I don't want to harp on it, but like this fucking car theft, I just feel like, you know, has like bogged me down and like really just has us like 
you know, AIW now is like working from underneath, you know, to try to like make this show a success because, uh, the card, you know, on paper is phenomenal, but like, I just did a shitty job of getting things out there and promoting stuff. And, uh, you know, it's just real, you know, real life. It's just kind of fucked me this month. And like, <laughs> it's probably going to fuck me next month. sounds like, so it, it happens, but I mean, uh, real quick too. another point about this, I don't want to harp on just this match, but this is a match we haven't seen Janela in, in a type of match like this in a while in AIW where it's like a four way, you know, anything can kind of go. And he's, but he, Joey is a former intense title holder himself so you know he wants to get back and, and grab another belt so this this could be a match that you know this this is going to be another one Janela, Derek, Wes plus this guy Paul London I don't even know about this guy but you're telling me I can't wait so I mean that's going to be a classic you got another show stealer Dom yeah, taking you, on one of the biggest names right now in the indies Alec Price right and like you know just before we get into that you know sure. Janela's looking to Janela's looking to secure his spot back on the full-time roster you know what i mean Paul London's looking to secure a spot somewhere t- to be a full-time wrestler again you know like uh there's a lot of different kind of angles that these guys are all coming from in this match and you know i really feel like it you know if i had to pick which you know i, I guess i could pick i could pick any one of them uh, right. you know to 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 leave as the intense title, uh, intense champion. There's, uh, there's a case to be had for for all four that are in the match, um, and that's what that's what I really like right. about and, this card is like a lot of these like a lot of these matches can go either way, and there's just a lot of intrigue because at least from my perspective, absolutely. Um, like I said, no, no disrespect to Derek in any way, but yeah, I mean, that's a match where any of those, any four of those guys could come out, you know, he's going to have his hands full. That's for sure. This is definitely will be a test of his intense, intense title reign. That's for sure. Um, getting into Dom and Alec Price, that's another one where (laughs) Dom, he took, he had a mat, you know, he had a show off. He hasn't been around for for as many matches. You know, you haven't seen him as high on the card or wherever this or that. He's kind of been all over the place. Now he's got Alec Price, a guy who's been out there on the Indies, is making a big name for himself on the Indies. This is going to be a great spot for Dom to come in and say, you know, I am the bone collector. I am the guy <coughs> in AIW, you know, that that's that can. This be- is his home arena, you know, like Correct. this is his yeah, own venue. Exactly. Yeah. You know, Dom, uh, Dom always uh, performs at a super high level when he's in the shrine. And, you know, I know that, uh, you know, he lives, you know, 10 minutes away and you know uh, his parents are going to be there probably and you know his a lot of his friends and family come out for the shrine shows so he uh takes you know and not to say he doesn't take pride in all his performances but he really takes uh a real just i don't know like a different level of pride when he's in the shrine if that makes sense uh Sure. You know, I mean, because, you know, that, you know, and, and I'm saying he doesn't, you know, he doesn't work hard everywhere else, but like the shrine for Dom is like the Mecca as far as he's concerned. And, you know, that is where, you know, that's where he wants to do his absolute very best and have his best showings. And, uh, you know, when I said, I, I said, who, who would you want to wrestle on this show? Cause I asked him and he said, Without hesitation, he wanted to get in there with uh, Alec Alec Price. Uh, 
so I said, okay, you know, let's do it. And I reached out and, you know, I worked out a deal with, uh, with, uh, prize and the lot we call him prize. Cause he's the prize city OG. Right. But, right. uh, you know, we worked out a deal and I said, let's do it. And, uh, I, I think that, I think maybe they had a match, you know, another time a, a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, but both of them have like really just upped their game so much in, in the last few years. So, uh, I think that I think this is a great test for Dom because Prize has such a unique style and a different style. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like I said, you know, when, when Dom Greeny's in the Shrine, it's a different Dom Greeny. Yeah, I think Dom, to me, in my opinion, I think Dom wrestles all over. He's somebody who's known on the Indies. He wrestles all over the Indies. He's all over a lot of places. So when he comes home and he wrestles here in the Tadmore, I feel like he takes everything that he learns and all these matches, everything that he has everywhere, and he uses that in a way to, like you said, he really wants to show out and have his best at home in front of these fans and these people that he really knows. Yeah, and I think he re- like he uses all of that, you know, and takes it as, you know, it's like any, you know, sports. He got that home field advantage. He really, you know, really cherishes that. Because we don't, you know, we're not at the Tadmore as, as often as everyone thinks. You know, we're not there too often, especially with how many different places we are now. So, so you don't, you know, right. Tom doesn't get and, to be uh, there too often. Not to, uh, not to seg, you know, not to segue or whatever, but, uh, I believe, you know, if you include Saturday, uh, I believe that we have secured 18 dates so far for 2023. Um, and they're a little bit of all over, you know, it's a mixed bag, you know, um, I don't think we've podcasted, you know, not to take a big segue, but I don't think we've podcasted since uh, we've secured the new Cleveland venue. No, not officially. uh, So, you know, we're locked in at, uh, at temple live, uh, through, through the end of the year with multiple dates. Um, so, you know, uh, it's going to get back to that kind of back and forth, you know, like some in Akron, some in Cleveland, some at the Winchester. We're working on announcing our first Winchester show <coughs> um, coming up in the next few days. Um, so we have a Winchester schedule. Um, and then we also have, you know, this new place in Youngstown, which is an experiment on February 11th. But if that goes good, you know, we want to add more dates there, right? So the 18 that are, are set now, <coughs> that could easily be 20 to 30 before it's all said and done um as far as you know if youngstown goes well i know the outpost wants more which we didn't get into that at all uh but that was a an um, incredible success that shocked all of us i think oh yeah that was a great (coughs) show um just uh total night and day uh no pun intended uh from the first time we were there you know Uh, (laughs) yeah right (laughs) it was just uh it was great, and I don't know if it was the college or you know the kind of the new kids that were that brought people out, or the, just the AW fan base as, as a whole, uh, or just a mix of it all. But I mean, that place was fucking packed, and like I know that they want more shows. Uh, we have not said anything officially, but you know we have eighteen right now. We could easily be looking at, you know, 
in the twenties as far as uh, live shows go. Um, you know, I know <clears throat> um, the uh, city of Wadsworth is is talking about bringing us back. That's not confirmed, though. You know, there's a lot of different things in in you know in the works, but. I did want to touch on that, you know, we do have dates in Cleveland now through the end of the year, uh, as well as dates back at the Winchester. So we're not, you know, totally going on the road to, to Akron. Like I know a lot of people thought once we moved the uh, canceled Odeon show to the shrine mm -hmm. that we were going to be in Akron for the whole year. That um, would be like our home venue almost kind of changing forward, but it's not. Right. And that's not the case. It's going to be split. Um like like we had been doing uh right so i want to establish that but i will say the masonic shows are going to be super limited tickets so like we're talking like 300 tickets so when those go on sale i would suggest buying them because also you know i know some people will be like oh hey man you know can uh you hold the ticket for me and like a you know, I pay in a day or like, you know what I mean? Like people will contact me and we can work with them. Mm-hmm. <coughs> we have no control over the tickets for uh, the temple shows. Because it's so, Ticketmaster, correct? Correct. Which I know that, that is going to maybe make some people groan. However, in the negotiations, they have assured me that they can get the the fees super reduced to be comparable with what people pay for an eventbrite processing fee um so it's not going to be like fucking taylor swift concert or something you know like right I've, i mean they control all that Ticketmaster can and they can do that they can you know they can say oh this is you know a limited capacity event we're not you know we're putting the, the fee they set the fees all themselves so yeah well so like all that's through, good like, to know it's, some, it's all some weird thing through the venue and you know you know i don't know how they really do it but they assured me that they will get the fee because that was my big hang-up. Even though, like, the deal was right. nearly done, I was really standoffish about the Ticketmaster thing. But they assured me that, like, it's going to be comparable. You know, the only thing is, is they're going to the, – the only additional thing is, is they are be, they are going to put that <coughs> that city admission tax on the ticket, which, you know, we just kind of pay – out of pocket usually mm -hmm. uh they're gonna you know they have to Ticketmaster has to put it on the ticket so it's going to be slightly more but very comparable to eventbrite so i just wanted to get that kind of cards on the table uh but those tickets are going to be super limited because you know if you've been to the masonic temple before we're not in the big room we're in the you know what is considered the medium size room or whatever. It's mm -hmm. very comparable to the Odeon, but especially for the first one, we're going super limited because we don't know what we can fit in there. Right. It's uh, definitely going to be a trial and error process for the so first one. When those go on sale, we're getting a pre sale code for our Patreon people. Mm -hmm. Then it's going to our email list and then it's going public. So, if you're not on our Patreon or you're not on our email list, you're going to have to kind of, you know what I mean? Like, that's a gamble uh, as far as, I don't know how the pre-sale is going to go, but with uh, Sean Waltman coming in and doing his first autograph signing in this area, I think, ever, uh, we've never gotten that kind of traction on an announcement. You yeah. Know, we've announced some big people. I mean, that got like 
600 Instagram likes or 500 Instagram likes or something like that. Like, I think it's going to be big. Uh, and plus, we plan on really fucking stacking that show up. So get it. Get those tickets while you can. Uh, if you're traveling from out of town, very comparable as far as uh, hotel locations uh, to where the Odeon was, you know, not walkable, but very you know very close to downtown still all that stuff uh cheap uber you know, ride yeah right there's hotels you know closer over there as well because uh, it's it is closer to the theater district and you know um the college you know csu is down there <clears throat> so yeah just i think there's more parking in that area than there is at the odeon there's a hu- they have a huge lot attached to the venue right i thought uh, so in which yeah. in which you know i don't think they're going to change their mind but we were adamant that it's got to be free parking um and they said that that should be all good uh they they will open the parking lot up and not charge the park in their main lot and then they said they have some adjacent lots that they work with like <coughs> at the uh, i think you can park at like the child there's like a children's museum or something over there they said that uh, there's parking and there's there's some other lots. That's definitely uh, something to think about then, too, when you're talking about maybe it might be a buck or two more on the ticket cost, something like that, because of a little bit of a fee here and there. A couple more bucks on a ticket cost is a lot less than 10 or 15 bucks to park, that's for sure. So free parking, right. definitely, a pro- that's that's a bonus for sure. Right. And, you know, I know we kind of got sidetracked here on, on talking about this, but I, want, I know that they're going to have the tickets ready pretty soon i think so i just wanted to kind of get that information out there into the world uh because especially for like our hardcore fans that were at every Odeon show like i don't Mm -hmm. want them to miss out on our return to cleveland uh i think it's going to be big i think it's going to be highly i think it's going to let's be like my goal is to sell it out like uh i don't think we should have a problem doing that especially with the with the limit of 300 tickets um <clears throat> so i just wanted to kind of drop all that information out there uh because we didn't talk about it because the last time we podcasted i was going to look at the venue i think like the next day and like sign the paperwork and stuff like that yeah it had so, not been confirmed that's for sure <laughs> yeah it's all it's all signed and you know we have uh multiple dates there uh, through December of uh, 2023. Hell yeah. All right. Well, to get back into this card just a little bit more, a couple things. Uh, real quick, I want to talk about PME versus euthanasia. We got an Akron street fight. Can you you want to expound upon that a little bit more on the Akron street fight? I mean, I know these two have had quite the feud going on for a little bit here that's been you know stretching over a handful of shows. Now we're going to get an Akron street fight. What do you think? Uh, what do you think that's going to be like? Yeah, so um, I'll say this. We are allowing fans to bring weapons on Saturday within reason, you know, like everything. Um, Use your head, though. You know know who's excited for that, don't you? Who's that? Big Ted. Ted is big. Ted is so excited. He, I actually saw him at work at my regular job today, and at his regular job, 
we were talking about it, and he's bringing uh, one of the kids from his job, and the guy goes, oh, it's a fans can bring the weapons. Is that real? They're really allowed to do that? I'm like, well, within reason. You know, you can't bring any glass. You know, don't go right. bring anything crazy, you know, crazy stuff. But, yeah, <coughs> fan, it is a fans bring the weapons match, so that'll be exciting. Yeah, don't bring your fucking Kenzins or whatever they're called. And, <laughs> you know, all that shit. You know, none of these guys aren't going to use it. But, you know, uh, practical, you know, 1998 hardcore wrestling weapons are are, uh, fully acceptable. Uh, Yeah, I mean, you know, it's been brewing for a while. And, uh, you know, Philly Collins uh, did some dastardly things uh, on December 30th. So uh, Josh and M-Dog want to have a tag team street fight where, you know, they can kind of – be be ready for for that sort of behavior so to speak so uh i'm excited for this you know i i don't know how i don't know how invested a lot of people are in this yet but these guys got like a lot a lot to prove and i think that this is you know i mean it sounds crazy to say it but you know, because it is a street fight with, you know, fans bringing the weapons and stuff. But I think this is going to be the sleeper of the show, to be perfectly honest with you. If there were to be a sleeper on the show, mm-hmm. I, I think people are, are sleeping on this this feud and this matchup right here. And I think these guys uh, are, are really trying to come out of the gate hot. Yeah, I think guys like PME are a tag team that can always steal the show. And then you got euthanasia, two just absolute vets that have been around and seen it all. So, uh, yeah, I'm very excited for this one. Uh, I, I love uh, Philadelphia and Marino as the bad guys. I love this bad streak in them. Uh, I know I'm not supposed to, but I'm a big fan of them as uh, as the mean man. So I'm excited. And and if you saw if you saw the promo that Euthanasia put out for this match, you could y- – y- they're ready. They are ready for this match, that's for sure. And if I was PME, I would I would not be taking this lightly because Josh and Matt are upset. <laughs> Let's just say that. Yeah. Uh yeah, I'm really I'm really excited about it. All right, so a couple more things on the card. Uh, a couple non absolute regular members to the roster, but some guys, both tag teams we've seen before. We got Money Shot versus Bang Bros coming in, two teams that have been in AIW before and proved they can mix it up with anybody. This would be a good match. What do you think about these two? Which, which, did you say the team names? Uh, Money Shot and Bang Bros, yeah. Oh, uh, don't Google that one. That's what uh, people are saying. Don't Google these teams. (laughs) Uh, Or this matchup, or whenever, uh, it's live. I don't know if people should live tweet this one. On any combination of those words might take you down the wrong path. Is what you're trying to say? Correct. And <laughs> people may think that this was like planned, but it didn't even like strike me. You know, like uh, I was just like, oh, you know, like we're coming up the, you know, with with the card, and I just thought it was a good matchup because they were, you know, in that in that four way in December. And mm-hmm. unfortunately the main event was, uh, unavailable for, uh, Saturday. So I put it together and then we announced it and like, we were getting all these tweets and I was like, Oh my God, like, <laughs> duh, like how did I not see this? Like, how did I not put this together? You know what I mean? Oh geez. Cause like, I think like, I think of bang bros, like, you know, the fucking, uh, drinks, you know, like the energy drinks. Yeah. I, I don't like, know what you're talking about. 
and i think of like some family man <laughs> i think of like money shot like i think of them as like rich like oil tycoons or something like i didn't like you know what i mean like uh, i like put nothing like i put none of this like porn sex stuff together when, when uh we put this match together and even when we dropped the, dra- the graphic until people started tweeting about it <laughs> oh geez well not much more can be said about that one. Uh, another match I'm excited for, uh, Broner and Big Sam. Uh, two guys uh, that can that can mix it up with anybody. Two large big men in the ring. Uh, we're going to test out this new ring again. Put put two big boys in there again and see what happens. I'll test that new ring out and the, uh, the Tadmore, see how it goes again. I mean, you know, uh, I, I think this is a great test both ways, right? Like, Broner's coming off a big loss. Yeah. And Big Sam, you know... While coming off a loss, he's also just like in this like win or lose, it doesn't matter kind of, you know, weird treading water portion of his career where like even when he's losing, he's learning. Uh, right. That's what I was but he say. has I nothing. Could... But like that means he also has nothing to lose, if that makes sense. Right, I think so in like, these losses, he's 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 wrestled guys who have taught him a lot. Like yeah, like you said, he's he's taking a lot from them. So he's in a spot where he could come out of nowhere and surprise a lot of people because Broner's coming from a spot where he's coming from a loss. But Sam isn't the biggest known guy. You know, he hasn't had that many matches. So if 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 Broner were to look past Sam and kind of maybe think, hey, he this one he doesn't have to worry about as much. You know, this is just a newer guy. Had to take care of it. Sam is known, you know, to, to surprise some people. He he's a, he's a bigger guy as well. He just wrestled a guy like PB. Uh, so this is one. Uh, this is going to be a great match, in my opinion. Yeah, you know, and Broner doesn't wrestle people bigger than him often. You know, uh, I, I just like this. When I put this together, I was just like, you know, Loki. This is like the one that. I, you know, if I miss anything on the show, like, I really want to look at this, you know, watch this match because it could be great. It could be a train wreck. It could be, you know what I mean? Like, it could, so many different things can happen here just based on these two big men with, like, you know, Broner's trying to kind of get himself back in the, in the, the winning column. Right. And Sam is just like, you know what I mean? He's almost like, I don't want to say like he's too like I'm saying too dumb is like it's not the right word, but he's almost like too naive to wrestling to even understand like how much danger he's in, you know, like. Right. Yeah. So like I just think that like there's something about that, you know, people don't realize like Sam Holloway is like 20, like one or 22 years old. Like he's super young. So like he has like absolutely no care in the world as far as you know like he's just wants he's ready to get in there and bang it out and like you know what i mean like go to the bar so i i don't think he's fully grasping like the situation if that makes sense well right uh, i mean i think it's no secret that broner is one of my guys uh I, I make sure i pay attention to every isaiah broner match that i from day one i've said that that's a guy who's going to be huge i think he could pretty much go out there and kill anyone at any point in time the dude is a monster and if sam sam doesn't like you're saying he's it's he gets it but he's almost like all right look you know we're just we're gonna have a mat like he doesn't realize so it's it's not like he's right, gonna like, be scared in a just, way because he doesn't gr- like i don't want to just like talk down on him just, i guess it's hard to say 
No, and it's not talking down on him. It's just like that inexperience and that kind of like uh, none of the the newer debuted kids that started in you know late twenty twenty two like they're still kind of like bright eyed about yes. wrestling still you know and they right. just like whatever as long as I'm getting in there you know what I mean like I mean uh, you know circle back to that outpost uh kaplan and tyson riggs match you know what okay. i mean sure he didn't realize he was he was biting off more than he could chew you know like he just was like yeah i'm re- i'm i'm a wrestler you know what i mean like let's do it and kaplan like, kaplan and broner in the similar in a way where they're they're two guys that can go out there and kill you at any moment and if you're not uh you're not thinking about right, you're, like, on a swivel, you're, not, you're in trouble <laughs> exactly like if you're not like understanding the sit like the, the seriousness of the situation like that you you beat yourself in a way right sure. but also if you don't understand the seriousness of the situation you know what i mean like you could hit a you could hit a home run you know what i mean like cuz you're just not th- you're not thinking that much into it so like it's just two interesting kind of ways of thought that sam holloway could be looking at this Mm -hmm. and either way i think makes for a very you know like it's like a car crash like you you gotta kind of you know what i mean you're gonna look when you drive by and uh i think that you know like i said this could be a car crash this could be a great match this could go terribly wrong uh but that's what makes it so interesting i think it's gonna be awesome (laughs) um Moving forward, uh, we're going to see another, uh, we're going to get a rematch again, tag team title match, Bitcoin Boys versus Bulking Season. Uh, we're running this one back again. Um, yeah, I mean, they didn't really get their, you know, uh, their actual rematch uh, out at the outpost. It was uh, yeah. ruined by uh, the Duke, and, you know, uh, now this is, you know, hopefully the, hopefully the Duke stays out of it. You know, you could say you could say too that you know, bulking season got a bit. They got a bit of a taste of what it was like to go at them again, so they could maybe kind of use that going forward. You know, like you said, they didn't get their full match; it turned it into a big whole six man tag or eight man tag, whatever had you know happened at that Alpo show. You know, maybe kind of use that situation and think, hey, what did we, you know, bulking season could say, what did we do? You know, what did we try that match that didn't work or did work? Let's go from there. You know, they can use these previous matches to see if they can try and regain those titles. Right. I know uh, Trombetta and Charlie Butters were very upset, but hey, I told you guys where to direct your complaints and concerns. They, An email Dominic at AIWrestling.com. Have they never seen a wrestling program before? Sometimes you wrestle people more than once, fellas. That's how it goes. <laughs> yeah, come on. Aren't you guys fucking following the bloodline? <laughs> My boy, the honorary ooze. Uh, um, and then the last match that we got uh, announced on the card here, we got PB versus Shaw Mason, which I think is going to be a great match again. A, a big test for both guys. Um, two and styles again, you don't see locking up often. Right, and much like the Sam Holloway description, that can all be applied to Shaw Mason. You know, uh, he's almost too you know too naive to, to understand the situation that he's in, 
Did you see his promo that he posted, by the way? Yeah, with the glasses. That was uh, certainly a taunting, ta- poking the bear type situation. That's what I which... mean. Like he doesn't. I don't think he. I don't think he understands. You know, like right, right. It uh, that was that took some certain uh, cojones there, Mister Mason. I will say for sure to say some of the things you did. Um, and that's the thing is like, you know, like these guys learn to be wrestlers, but like. Once you're a wrestler, you know what I mean? Like, sometimes, you know, what's that saying? Like, your mouth writes a check your ass can't cash. Like, Yeah. Yeah. We, we've seen a little bit of that, right? You know, like, not to go back to that outpost match, but, I mean, you know, there were two there were uh, two promos that were, that were posted. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if somebody got offended along the way. You, you know what I mean? Like, you don't know what happens. Right. Uh it's not ballet. That's, Let's that, say that's, that. that's part of that's part of growing as a as a wrestler. You know what I mean? Like that's you know uh, you only you don't learn until it happens. So right. uh, Shaw Mason, who knows? You know what I mean? Maybe he pulls it out, or maybe you know, like PB's got to have you know 150 pounds on him. You know, Easy. like. Easy. What I mean, I what are you, the height you, and reach you know I mean? difference alone? I mean, Sean Mason is. Uh, you know, I'm not the tallest man, so I'm not here calling anyone short. But obviously, Peanut Butter is a tall man. <laughs> he right. is. So, uh, he's not a short man himself. So Sean Mason uh, definitely looking up at PB. Right. So I think it's just an interesting, you know, clash of styles as well. And uh, you know, we we saw PB back for the first time at the outpost, and you know he. He has a little bit of a chip on his shoulder, you know, like absolutely. he lost at absolution. He lost at absolution and, you know, wasn't seen for, you know, six months. Uh, much like I said about Janela, you know, PB Smooth wants to be back on the roster and, and he wants those dates. You know, he wants that he wants that full time contract, as Bill Alfonso would say. So, you know, he's looking to make he's looking to prove a point and uh He's looking to, you know, uh, stamp that, hey, I should have been on all the shows that I wasn't on, too. Yeah, I mean, with with AIW having the school now and the students and trainees and all these debuts and, and new new wrestlers coming in the fold at all times, that's something you're saying. Guys like PB that have been around, Janela been around, there's a handful of wrestlers that have been around for a while who... AIW is kind of a home for them. I mean, you can ask Janela; he'll tell you. He, you know, he used to wrestle at AIW all the time. AIW is a home type promotion for him, and there's only so many cards on, or so many spots on some of these cards. You know what I mean? So everyone is going to be looking to, you know, to get to get brought back, and there's only so many spots. So you think everyone is definitely going to be showing out, especially with a guy like Paul London. That's a name. Wrestlers that you know, people are always trying to, you know, that's they're always trying to show their best. You know, right? You know, and like. Uh, that's what's interesting, you know what I mean? It's kind of this like old guard, you know, the the middle guard and the new guard, you know, and like there's a lot of different things kind of uh, in the works on the roster, you know, and like there's a lot of tension too, um, you know, like I know everyone thinks that like all wrestlers are just like friends and they're putting on a show, but there's a lot of tension and uh, there's a lot of tension among these people based on you know, where they fall in that category and those categories. Uh, I certainly think that there's tension without a doubt now between PB smooth and Shaw Mason. Uh, 
and there's yeah. tension among others. You know what I mean? Like uh, they want their spot back. This was their spot, and they want it, and they don't want to give it up. And you know they want these dates, and you know they're by no means old or, or, or past their prime. So uh, there's a lot of tension and uh, a lot of mixed feelings about people that come out of the school. You know, among the locker room, and the funny thing is, is a lot of that comes from people that also came out of the school and entered that locker room. Uh, so that's, what's kind of interesting about, you know, putting these matches together with some of these guys, uh, cause you really don't know how it's going to go. And I don't know if the crowd senses that or understands that, mm-hmm. but I know us in the back, we certainly understand that. And, you know, there's a lot of monitor sellouts lately. Oh yeah. Uh, begrudging to chase he does not love that but i've told him there's not really much you can do about that (laughs) when that's the only view of the ring and when some of the yeah people want to see how some of this unfolds that's for sure and there's a lot of that going on you know it's a it's an interesting time you know and like uh i think that this card has a lot of that and like i said i don't know if people even understand that kind of mm, I'm trying to think of the the word, just like nuance part, I guess that like that part of being a wrestler. Like I, I know people like, you know, hear about it in the WWE or whatever, and probably think like, it's not like that on the Indies, but it is. Uh, Sure. And, you know, I'm not going to blow anybody's spot up, but like, there's a lot of people that, you know, think that these fucking students should still be, you know, ripping tickets or scanning tickets at the front door. So, uh, that is what is interesting for me. And I know people like Dom and people in the back that understand all these little kind of tensions and things. Uh, I think that is a underlying factor to this entire card that makes it like so interesting, at least to us. Right. I mean, because you got the whole kind of rest of our schedule for the year going forward. So a lot of stuff, you know, yeah, I mean, a lot of these things are going to be settled or kind of taken care of, I guess, as a, as a way to put it. So you de- definitely, uh, that being said, very well said, I, I would say get there early. You know, get there, get your tickets. If you haven't got a ticket yet, get your tickets online. Uh, we got we usually get a... We got plenty. T- yeah, we got plenty left. You know, we still have uh, one front row. We have 10 second rows, uh, and we have some third rows as well. So a lot of premium seating available at the Shrine for this Saturday. We'll grab up those tickets. Uh, if you can't make it, uh, we will be streaming on Fight Plus. Get there early. Get you a brownie sundae, maybe some pizza. Do We got uh, we got a, a pre-show match coming up. Anything? Uh, anything? Oh, yeah, we do have a pre-show match. Yeah, we're going to put a pre-show match on. This is something That's that uh, uh, we had a, uh, a little bit of a – you know, like Dom and I talked about trying to get a little bit more organized and things like that. And, uh, we also met with chase and I think we're going to try, you know, a lot of shows, you know, routinely have nine matches. Uh, but I think what we're going to do is we're going to pick one of those, even if it's like, you know, uh, a main attraction match. We're going to pick a match out of the nine usually that we come up with. 
and we're going to put it on on the pre-show and it's not going to stream on fight and it's going to be you know uh, maybe it's going to be on youtube later or something like that but mainly like live only type of stuff um you know like at least for a while so it's going to be like it'll happen for the live crowd and then maybe eventually you know we, we maybe we'll stream it live on youtube or whatever like once we get a little bit more uh, sophisticated with the streaming and all that mm-hmm. uh for like a kickoff show or something like that but you know as of now in like our kind of like growing pains era as uh, of all this we're gonna put a match on for that hour of downtime uh as people are coming into the building doing the meet and greet sometimes they then sit there for 45 minutes <clears throat> and do nothing. So we're going to try to take one of those matches that would fall in the nine matches and, you know, put it on around, you know, 6.45 or 7 o'clock or 7.15 or something like that. Um, so then the main cards, hopefully, you know, unless it's like a, a, a crazy stacked card, the the hope is then the main cards, which you would see on fight, would be eight match shows. Um so Saturday, we're going to do members only in Jocelyn Navarro against uh, H2V2 and Austin James in a six-man tag. Um, and this way, you know what I mean? They are also not bogged down by time constraints for the stream and flow of the show and all that stuff. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, like, the pre-show match is going to get plenty of time, you know, because essentially you have – you know, half hour, 45 minutes, depending on whenever we put it on, uh, to get it done. So expect, you know what I mean? Like maybe some, some longer matches on these pre-shows and, uh, it's just something we're going to, you know, we've played around with pre-show matches in the past, but now we kind of are trying to give it a purpose. Uh, and this is going to kind of be the first, uh, attempt at, at this new sort of routine because, <clears throat> you know, we understand that and Chase isn't going to be there Saturday, but Chase wants to do a lot more things for the live stream that would maybe, um, you know, for example, anybody that watched December 30th, there was packages, there was tail of the tape for the main event. There was, you know, it, it was a well-produced stream. We just feel that if we removed a match from that portion, we would have plenty of time to work in all these extra things that Chase Oliver wants to do going forward. Right. And even though we're not going to have that stuff on Saturday because he's not going to be there, we're going to start the process of you know removing a match from the car from the main card, putting it on the pre-show, um, and then allowing ourselves you know that wiggle room for the stream because we understand you know what i mean three hours maybe not that bad but two and a half is probably a lot more digestible if we can get it down to that or around that with an intermission so uh it's like that's a little inside number. baseball that's a little inside baseball for everybody but <laughs> we are working you know what i mean to kind of tighten things up you know, uh, in this fight plus era of AIW, because, you know, we do feel that we put on some really good shows and we want to make everybody watch it. You know what I mean? We're, we're exposed to this, you know, huge new audience of fight plus subscribers. 
we want our shows to be more digestible and more watchable. So at the same time, we're also going to create content, you know, for our YouTube or social media or things like that with these pre-show matches. So it's kind of has a, has a dual purpose, but, uh, we're going to start it on Saturday. So expect a six man tag, uh, Saturday prior to seven 30. Uh, if I had to guess would be seven o'clock. So they have plenty of time to get it, to get in, get out, uh, before the seven 30 live kickoff on fight. Um, which, you know, I guess we should plug that as well. We are streaming on fight plus on Saturday. Um, Please subscribe four ninety nine a month. Uh, the more you watch AW, the more financially uh, beneficial it is for us. Uh, you know, I know I've, I've talked about it before, but you know, we put a large uh, amount of debt uh, on on credit cards <laughs> to um, purchase all this stuff. So the uh, the sooner we can make that back uh obviously the better because your boy's gonna probably have to be buying a new car soon and uh my credit score is not that great uh, with all that debt on it so yeah you know uh big ted i know you're gonna you're gonna work with me but uh i gotta, I gotta pay i gotta pay some shit down before i fucking go into the nissan dealership uh so <laughs> You know, uh, the more support you guys can have, the better, uh, especially on Fight Plus. Uh, I know people have been asking. <clears throat> I have finally kind of figured out getting Fight some stuff, right? Like, mm-hmm. I had to learn all this new FTP servers, and then my computer just kept disconnecting and all this other shit. Uh, but I think I finally gotten them 10 shows. Um, I would expect them if it worked to start rolling those out soon. Um, and, uh, yeah. So, uh, I know it's been a while, but there's just been so much going on. Uh, You know, their fight is growing and they're working on growing fight plus, even more, which I can't really discuss right now, but you know, there's a lot going on in that kind of uh, realm of things. But the more you watch AW, the better it is for us. Please watch Saturday. Please watch the previous streams. Um, it it really uh, helps us out because you know I don't know what any of you know about production <coughs> or cameras or any of that stuff, but. You know, we didn't buy uh, a couple of camcorders from Best Buy. You know, we bought some professional grade stuff and it's very expensive and it's, you know, spread out over some credit cards. <laughs> so, uh, you know, it's just, it's been a lot to kind of uh, maneuver and, and, and manage, but I truly feel that we made the right decision and uh, it's going to pay off. And it's already been pretty good. <clears throat> but you know obviously it hasn't made a dent in you know uh the uh grand total of 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 what was uh spent on all this stuff yeah well it's all it's all working to bring a better product to the AIW fan and wrestling fan as a whole so 
You know, that's. Uh, I did. I did throw. Out, I don't know if you looked. I did throw out like, if anybody has any questions in the Discord, I didn't look, but uh, there may be a few questions. In there. Yeah, there was a couple. Um, Jeremy Ski put in there. Uh, will uh, which was another question I was going to ask as well. Uh, will there be an Alec Price meet and greet, and is there going to be? Uh, there's going to be a Paul <coughs> London meet and greet. Uh, correct. I'm I'm assuming Paul London meet and uh, greet. Yeah. So uh, I don't know if um, if Prize is going to do one or not. You know, that's you know sometimes people bring stuff, sometimes people don't bring stuff. Uh, you know, he flies, so um, you know sometimes they don't want to you know bring a ton of merch and get hit for bag fees and all that Mm -hmm. paul london for sure is doing a meet and greet um you know the usual uh pre-show meet and greet will have i think four or five eight by tens to choose from and he's going to do photo ops and all that stuff um but uh, i can't comment on uh alec price you know you'll you'll have to kind of just you know I'll, I'll i'll mention it to him yeah, I was going to say, I'll tell him, uh, he, he always enjoys talking to fans. From what I know from talking to him, he loves meeting people, so I'll definitely mention uh, that he people are looking to meet him. Uh, one that was answered, Sean H. had asked about um, uploading the archives to fight, which you had already kind of touched on. Um, it's going to be a slow It's going to be a slow burn, though. You know, like, it's sure. going to be a while. Um, <clears throat> just because, you know, like, I just don't have the fucking, like, internet capacity to, like upload all these files um it's gonna be slow i mean my plan is to go in reverse so you know the that like buffer period you know at the end of the smart mark run you know start there um the only show that won't go up in that like first dump will be wrestle razor uh just because that if you if anybody that remembers that was like the first time we even tried to use the equipment and the audio was all like messed up Mm -hmm. so we have to get a new commentary dropped on that um but my plan is to take the other shows from like september to june or what however many there were like the first those like the whatever the first 10 shows in reverse would be is what i'm sending to fight first Okay. Okay. Um, what, do you have any idea? I don't know if you're the person to ask for this. Nathan Zagura, is he going to be coming back at all? Any commentary since the Brown season's over now? Is that something you think we expect uh, Mr. Zagura back in the commentary booth at all a little bit? Uh, I would think so. I haven't heard. I don't know if he's coming Saturday. Uh, I would certainly uh, expect him to be at the uh, temple uh, in March, if I had to guess. Okay. Um, he was trying to come um, in December, and you know it just didn't work out. Uh, you know he's a busy guy. Sure, <laughs> but uh, I would I would anticipate you know that spring summer uh, run of shows you, you, you'll see him more than you would during the NFL season. Excellent. Big fan of Nathan Zagura myself as a Browns fan. I love hanging out with that guy. Um, next question, kind of the last question they had, uh, they were curious about uh, wrestler feedback on the new ring. Uh, did anybody really kind of hit you up or give you any feedback? What did Dom think or kind of the ring crew? Did, did anybody have really any thoughts on the new ring? Um, well, we did discover that uh, we needed to buy one more board. So 
we thought that we bought the proper amount of wood for the boards. You know, I, I don't know if anyone could tell, but if you watch that show, the boards were shifting a little bit in that ring, and it was because we were like one little thing short. And then uh, there's something that you have to do the ropes. Like uh, Pedro knows about it, and I think I don't like whatever it was. They didn't do it. Like there's one last thing. Once you tighten the ropes, you're supposed to do snapping it. He called it or whatever. Something like that. So like they didn't do it. So like when the bigger guys got in there, the ropes got looser again, and then Pedro thinks that. He has it kind of ironed out. We are going to use that ring uh, on the 11th in Youngstown, just to play it safe, because it, it it's like a big room, but like uh, we're not sure exactly where they're going to want to put us. So there's like different like ceiling heights. Uh, so we're just going to take this, the short ring, just to play it safe. Uh, and also, you know what I mean? Like work out those kinks again. <clears throat> but... Uh, I think people liked it. I mean, you know, it was a good, uh, it was a good trial. You know what I mean? That outpost show. And, you know, like I said, you know, we found, well, we needed one more board plank or whatever. And, uh, we didn't do this to the ropes. So, uh, we're going to try it again on February 11th. Uh, but, uh, I mean, it's, it seems like it's built with a lot sturdier steel um it's just uh hopefully it is the answer that we've been looking for uh we just don't we don't have 100 confirmation on it yet uh just based on oh we need this one more thing and we didn't do this one thing to the ropes uh so we're gonna try again on february 11th I feel pretty confident that most things in running a professional wrestling company is kind of a trial and error, and, you know, we're working them all out as we go, I'd like to think, so. Well, anything else? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, anything else for you, Thorne? Uh, I think that kind of covered everything. Uh, you got any, got anything else you'd like to say aside from, you know, get those tickets for this upcoming show on Saturday. If you can't be with us, stream it on Fight. But we usually do have a pretty big walk-up crowd, so I wouldn't wait. If you want to get tickets, I would just grab tickets in that preferred seating area and make sure you're taken care of. Yeah, just uh, buy some tickets. You know what I mean? We're just a few days out, uh, obviously well behind uh when you're talking about a shrine, you know, shrine show and still having front row, well, any premium tickets available. So it's a little concerning, but you know, like I said, at the beginning of the, of the pod, you know, I, I kind of take responsibility for that. You know, my just chaos of uh month of January has just like, uh, totally put us behind. Uh, and you know, <clears throat> that's on me, you know what I mean? Uh, just not managing everything the way that I should have based on having to manage all these other real life problems. Uh, no excuse. Uh, I totally own it though. That like I, I, I did not do, uh, as good of a job promoting this show as, as I should have. So I just hope that knock on wood, it all works out. People show up, uh, and all that stuff, uh, because, you know, I just, it's been, it's 
been crazy, uh, crazy 20, uh, 20 days for me. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's about it. You know, please come out on Saturday. All right. Well, I think that about wraps it up for us. Uh, for John Thorne and AIW, my name is Brian Two Legs. Uh, that was The Card Is Going to Change. We'll see you this Saturday and see you next time. Thanks.